Welcome everyone to another episode of Regen Med. Uh, I'm Dr. Abraham. And I'm Lindsay. And we are here to talk to you about regenerative medicine and all the newest and latest technologies in that field. Yes, and today's episode is probably going to be my favorite one because it's my favorite treatment that there is in the regenerative medicine facial rejuvenation category. Yeah, and I think we ended our last episode uh, talking a little bit about uh, easy gel and biofiller, and I know you want to talk a little bit more about that, so we can definitely dive a little bit deeper into it, but um, we are, I guess, talking more about uh, the aesthetics and facial rejuvenation in today's episode. Yeah, so I guess um, what I see people are more steering away from are um, utilizing fillers to, um, you know, inject in like under eye areas and um, they're more concerned about, you know, the product and what are we using, what's in it. And then for those people, you know, something like Easy Gel would be a great option. Yeah, so I I can explain a little bit about what Easy Gel is for our viewers who are uh, who aren't too familiar with that treatment, but it isn't it, it, it's for facial rejuvenation and it's um, you know in a way a natural way to help rejuvenate the face, and we can use it in many areas, but specifically the under eyes, as you mentioned, is one of my favorite treatment areas uh, to to use Easy Gel. It's something that we have male clients and female clients do because again, it's just gonna help improve collagen and the texture of the skin. It is a biostimulant. So it's kinda uses the concept of PRP, but takes it a little bit further and we can dive a little bit deeper into that. Uh, but it's in many ways similar, similar to PRP, uh, but it is a little bit different than PRP as well. And uh, yeah, it's a very popular treatment. It's It's been around for a few years and lately it's been, it's kind of like many other treatments where when it first comes in the market, it does take some time to, for people to start, you know, like they, they start seeing, seeing it being used. Uh, some of the other providers get more comfortable using it. But then again, like people are like, you know, so, someone gets it and then people start asking them, well, you know, you're, you look different, you look refreshed, what have you done? So this whole process takes some time, but usually within a few years, if it's a good um, if it's a good treatment, we start to see kind of its demand increase, and that's kind of what we're seeing with each job right now. So For sure. I feel like a lot of people are now asking for it by name, which mm -hmm. is huge because a lot of people get confused. They'll say PRP, but then they don't mean PRP. They mean easy gel. And then, you know, I kind of go into explaining to them what the difference is. So what is the difference between... PRP and something like Easy Gel. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to remember if you've talked a little bit before about the bit. PRF and mm -hmm. PRP and stuff. But so there is, yeah, there's a play the rich plasma, there's a play the rich fibrin, and then um, you know there's more of like uh, the bio gel filler kind of thing. And you know there's different names for it. Easy Gel is specifically the name of one of the companies. Uh, that's very well known for its use, but sometimes we call it biogel, bio because it's like biological, and then gel because it does have a gel consistency or uh, you know a biogel filler. As I've I've heard it referred to sometimes, but the idea is we are uh, again PRP is great, but the one thing with PRP is it's it's a liquid when we get it right. It's plasma 
which is great for certain indications and easy gel does not replace PRP by any means when it comes mm. to you know certain indications but there is an advantage there are times where we're doing PRP like we, if we are doing the under eye area for example uh, by making it into a gel it tends to stay and hold into that area a little bit longer and kind of give a bit of a filler effect if you will and that's kind of like what easy gel or a biofiller tends to do so it basically what it does is it combines um it combines basically pr well in in the easy gel specifically we're talking about combining prf which is kind of just a more firm or fiber rich form of prp with a heated plasma gel so in other words when we get we, the process starts very similar to the client whether we're doing prp or prf or easy gel because we start by getting the client's blood but then the way we process it is a little bit different so with easy gel we kind of separate the blood into two parts one part we use to extract prf or prp from it and the other part is the one that we actually use to get the heated gel and then we combine the prf with the gel and the reason we do a heated gel is because changing the temperature of these proteins is one of the like in a way the most natural way to help modify and like uh cross certain uh, cause certain links to activate in the protein so in other words sometimes you, you can take like you know the blood or proteins and add certain things to it to activate certain proteins um right so like for example to activate the fibrin or or make it more into gel substance uh sometimes we add like uh calcium for example but with the easy gel the idea is kind of keeping it as natural as possible so instead of adding any additional stuff to the blood it just the way it's spun and the way it's heated to a specific certain temperature is enough to cause the protein and specifically the albumin protein the albumin is the protein that's most abundant in the uh in the in the plasma and the blood so we've talked before about how your blood has the red blood cells it has the white blood cells and then it has the platelets which are you know considered kind of like the cells but then you have tons of other proteins uh that are found in the blood and the most abundant of these proteins is going to be albumin and at a certain temperature, so it's part of it is also finding the exact temperature, the perfect temperature to heat the, the albumin to, to where it's enough to not heat it too much and then cause it to kind of break down too much and denature too much. But also if you don't heat it enough, then it doesn't, uh, you know, it doesn't fold or it doesn't unfold. So the protein has like a certain structure, the way it's folded and by heating it, you're causing it to like, change that structure like to unfold and like activate certain um chemical reactions if you will but if you don't do it then it's not gonna like you're not gonna cause it to unfold enough or it's still reversible to where it unfolds a little bit at a certain temperature but then it kind of folds back in so basically the whole idea behind everything i've like, what said does it so do? far why do we want it to be like <laughs> creating that thickness yeah. like outside of it cause like creating a filler aspect what else does that thicker consistency i guess provide 
yeah and i felt myself starting to like babylon too long, so always feel free to stop me when i start to get but yeah i guess in summary just like we we heat it to a certain temperature to where it kind of activates or, or not activates but it causes the protein to react in a certain way uh and cause a certain linkage that it makes it more as, as you mentioned in gel like so now when you you inject it in the under eyes you can imagine if you're injecting like just if you think about like water versus honey, for example, right? Honey's mm-hmm. thicker is going to stay in its place, you know, much longer. It's a similar concept, but taking a step further, right? If you're injecting a liquid, it's going to spread out more, which sometimes we want. But if you want the product to stay in one area, then obviously injecting it in a job, which is not going to move and spread out as much, is going to help keep it in that area. So that's part of the reason you get kind of that immediate filler filler like effect because you did make it into a gel like almost almost it's not the same consistency as a filler but it's almost like a soft filler Mm -hmm. which is why i love it in the under eyes because if we are injecting a filler in the under eyes anyways we want to choose something that's really soft because the skin there is very thin it's a very it's a it's a small area where we have small space that we're working with so injecting a firm or a or a you know, high G prime filler, a filler that has, that's very dense, like we would, for example, in the cheeks or a different area. If we inject a firm filler in the under eyes, it can be lumpy and bumpy and it yeah. can cause all sorts of problems that we don't want to get into right now. So you want something really soft, which is why the easy gel, which is like a very soft filler in a way, in terms of its consistency initially, is great for the under eyes. So is, would you say like, like for example, any person that comes in and they're interested in rejuvenizing, rejuvenizing their under eye area, would you say that PRF or Easy Gel would like supersede PRP and be a better, like more effective type of treatment? I u- I use it more often in that area than PRP. There are still you know they are slightly different, and I still go. I, I hate to say you know uh, these treatment that you know, for everyone, it's going to be that way, right? Because everyone's different. And maybe there are still times where we'd reach out for PRP as opposed to, you know, or PRF as opposed to, uh, you know, easy gel, there might be some advantages. But yes, I would say that for the most part, most of the people who come in, we have done, uh, you know, I usually reach out for easy gel if we're specifically going in the under eye area. Mm -hmm. And I think we can maybe even... uh, for those who are watching us on YouTube, we can show some photos of like before and after. Oh. It's it's just like a oh, lot of things. Me. We oh yeah, here <laughs> we go. That's you on the screen, and that's you before and you after. <laughs> so yeah, for those of us who are watching on YouTube, you can see and you know we kind of did treat the under eye area on Lindsay here, and uh, it, you can see in the after picture that hollowness is much. Uh, it looks a lot more rejuvenated and because you know i was talking about this soft you know uh gel like aspect of easy gel but at the same time the prf or prp aspect of it is great for the under eyes right to help rejuvenate the area so you're kind of getting both this is another client that we have behind me here and uh again if you're maybe listening to the podcast you won't be able to see it but -hmm. trust us the after picture looks better (laughs) it looks great (laughs) take my word for it uh, but yeah, if you if you are watching on YouTube again, just a picture of another client. You can see in the under eyes, and the under eye can be a tricky area to work with, right? Because it's like that. You know, we'll say like the dark circles or the under eye hollowness or troughs. Uh, but at the end, 
the skin is very like the area is very sensitive because the skin is again very thin and any kind of like swelling or inflammation or anything it shows up like right away in the under eyes oh and because of darkening. the acid with fillers no i i just mean in general like with the under eyes on anybody whether they've had treatment or not it's one of the first areas where we see oh. like signs of aging oh, in the yeah, in the face uh to start with so she actually had like eye bags yeah and i think this is just by uh tightening the skin and improving the skin texture it can improve um you know the under eye area and so again it's not just the filler aspect of it but it's also the um it's also the rejuvenation yeah, uh, rejuvenating aspect of it i think for me and the I biggest difference that i saw this was is, um, yeah and this is another one again if you look at the under eyes area you can just see the skin just seems a lot uh, just just a lot better in, in my opinion yeah especially with women in the under eye area we tend to have a lot of fine lines um and it gets really thin mm -hmm. um along with the hollowness and that's probably contributing to that but i definitely noticed that after the treatment the under eye area was a lot more like refreshed looking and it, the the skin wasn't so like like paper thin okay. i felt like mine yeah. was like so thin and now i just feel like it's more plump and it has more youthfulness to it and I didn't realize how much loss of volume I had in my under eye area was until I saw after the easy gel and I was like this is how I looked when yeah. I was in my 20s <laughs> like it literally I actually saw like wow I didn't realize how much of a difference it was it's, until I saw what I used to have yeah. it's one of these areas where sometimes like uh you know, you go, you, you don't notice it, but then once you see it, you can't see it, right? Like oh, yeah. People walk in and they, Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. And but then they, they'll see it or somebody points it out and then all they see is that. It's like, oh my God, my under eyes are so hollow. Yeah. But you don't want people to be like thinking that you look so different, but it's more rejuvenated and more refreshed yeah. and it's very natural. It doesn't look fake or, you know, too overfilled. Yeah. And I think a lot of women tend to, to do that. And, and it does nothing for the skin's integrity. It just fills the space so i love that it's like rejuvenizing and I, I think it does improve the skin the fillers the oh, you, oh i thought you were talking no, about the easy gel easy yeah gel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah easy gel it's, does improve the skin yeah in my opinion yeah, yeah. no i 100 percent agree it does look and that's that's one of that's one of the reasons you know uh, people are demanding it more and asking about it more just because it's 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 a natural product and it does give natural looking results like very natural looking again like you can't when you look at this, it's it's improving your own tissue. It's improving you know your own skin, the the collagen. So it's um, there isn't like again fillers can look great if done right and the you know for the right clients, uh, but definitely it's easier to mess up filler in a way. I guess would be a way to put it. Like it's easier to look overly done with filler than it would be with easy gel again you still have to do it right obviously does it mean and again you have to choose the right candidate and that's what i was saying earlier when we talk about like you know prp and how prf is different and how easy gel is like you know quote better in certain aspects i always want to remind people that like for for, for certain indications there are still you know I, I still do more prp overall than you know easy gel because mm -hmm. we still do like for joint injections and for all that stuff right PRP, I think, is, is a better option. So it's not like, you know, this is a better option for everything. Like, this isn't a replacement for PRF or a replacement for PRP. It's just another option that works really well in certain area for certain clients and mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So Yeah, I think it's 
it's a great option for people, like I said, that are looking for something more natural. They don't want to look fake, but they also want to take advantage of like the um, biostimulant of the growth yeah. factor in the face. And um, and then also the, t the amount of growth factor that's released with PRP and how the body absorbs it. Is it different with um, the PRF or is it similar where it like absorbs it and then your body can only use so much of what it's able to absorb? The, the the release is is a little bit different for for a couple reason and that's why again it's not that one is better than the other it just the uh, uh, it's just kind of knowing like for for which indication to use one but mm -hmm. when you're doing something as a PRF and it's kind of like localized in one area this can affect the release in terms of it being you know over a longer period of time so that might be an issue but also the way the um, the way it's uh, uh, the plasma gel is heated also, you know, plays a role. So that's, again, why it's important to, like, heat it to a certain temperature and then we have to cool it down before we mix it because we don't want to mix it while it's still too hot and then that can also possibly break up the platelets. But So there, there are some differences uh, in that regard as well, absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to get too, you know, too technical though with it. No, but I love <laughs> <it>. <laughs> the, the That's what people want to know. Yeah, they want to know, like, right? what's the difference? What's for better? Sure. What does each one do? Exactly, and and that's why I was saying like stressing for each for a different area. And I think that might be you know because I know we're running out of time, so that might, maybe maybe that would be a good topic for the next episode. But we've kind of been talking more about like facial rejuvenation less, so maybe you know because you can use like regenerative medicine for uh, you know hair rejuvenation or like you know for neck or body rejuvenation. It can be used for sexual function. It can be used for other anti-aging aspects. So. Uh, you know, if we were talking about like hair rejuvenation, it might be a completely different top, uh, completely different like um, uh, it's a completely different topic, but it's also like a completely different uh, methods of, and process yeah, that we're talking yeah. about whether oh, yeah. you know PRP versus PRF. So that makes um, that makes sense. But. Yeah. So maybe well, next time we'll talk yeah, about hair or we'll something. Yeah, next time we'll talk about it. So <laughs> thank you for joining us on our podcast talking about Easy Gel Biofiller and. Um, We'll see you for the next one. Yeah, thank you guys. We'll see you soon. Don't need to I tried it. Maybe we can change the ending. <laughs>